remember like going with like the form to the university catering office and being like, here's what we want for our party. We want the sheet cake to sheet cake to say like shit on it or something funny. <laughs> Welcome to Did I Do That? It's a podcast about graphic design and some of how it's not really kind of a straightforward thing a lot of the time. It's a little messy, it's a little fraught, and it's a little goofy. And that's just part of the process. My name is Sean Schumacher, and joining me today is an incredible person, incredible designer, incredibly funny and warm and welcoming uh drove all the way down here to to you know just the bottomest part of downtown portland there is if you drive any further you are on a freeway um <laughs> she's a creative director at instrument uh please welcome taryn coward and i'm saying please welcome as though there are people <laughs> people in there wow yeah <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank all the way from 82nd downtown, <laughs> from 82nd downtown, all the way across Portland. Oh no, and it's almost rush hour too. So I know it's Portland's a Portland's commitment. great 2 p.m. onward rush hour. Mm-hmm. Ooh, love it. <laughs> um, I kept getting so I I used to have car. I remember fondly my days of having car. I no longer have car though. Car car was taken from me uh, terribly, far too young. Um, but. Like at the very beginning of the school year, I kept getting caught. Like I would be going out doing things at 3 p.m. And then I would be like behind buses and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. There's schools and things happening again. I mean, yeah, it's the afternoon comes alive. Yeah. I mean, just like Frampton. Exactly. (laughs) You know, that's what they say. The afternoon is the most Frampton like of the times of day. Um. It's got the big inflatable pig, I think. There, that's a Frampton thing, maybe? Or that was just in that episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a very good show, as you can probably tell. And we really talk a lot about design and, and practices and things like that. Well, when you talk about Fram- but Frampton Comes Alive, I see the album cover right in front of me. So <laughs> You're doing better than it, me because I him. don't think I've ever actually seen that album cover. <laughs> I well, think cool. I know exclusively about Frampton. From one episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> it's a great cover. That's the one where, where Homer gets cannonball in, in stomach. I assume that's on the cover of the Frampton album mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the rippling cannonball going into Homer's stomach. Uh huh. They <laughs> really, they had some great well. fun with that animation. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, I would say if there's a vibe for this show, that's probably it. You know, mm-hmm. you're really, we're, we're, we're the, the cannonball hitting Homer's stomach and just, <laughs> Sending out wonderful waves of 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 good vibes to everyone. Oh, wonderful! I, I mean, the things that stick with us as visual people. Yeah, you know, it's like that and the Ninja Turtles cheese pizza for me. You know, and Homer's. Well, when now he's we're gonna need to hear about that. The, poking the he needs when he needs the dialing wand. Oh yes, know? of course, <laughs> the amazing dialing wand. What is the Ninja Turtles cheese pizza though? It's just the the cheese pizza looks really delicious in the Ninja Turtles. In the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yes. because it's like it's extremely stretchy. It, oh like, yeah, you could lift a piece of pizza six feet away, and the cheese would stay connected. And you know, in my youth, I was like, I'm so compelled by the viscosity. I don't know. <laughs> 
I mean, it's it's a good thing to be compelled by viscosity. Like, What's how do you describe that? Um, it works good for me. Are you t- so? Yeah, like how how are you doing, Taryn? What's what's your day been like? I'm calling what today an admin day. An admin day. I took the day off. That's nice. Uh huh. I called about six gutter repair places. That's not nice. That's I, bad. I also had some car things to do because I have a broken backup camera. Oh no! And I ordered two trees from Friends of Trees, which they, is the the secret place to get affordable trees. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they just like do they just like sell you the tree and then that's they'll even plant it for you. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Full service. Mm-hmm. These are full service trees. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a lot done today. <laughs> but so, I'm fine, yeah. <laughs> but gutter gutter is okay or gutter is having a bad time? It's just like some stuff's leaking and yeah. it's one of those things um, that you forget to fix. Yeah. And you like need a really tall ladder for some of it, you know? it's. I mean, that seems like a professional type of job. Mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't know how to deal with gutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... Mm-hmm. Some of the maintenance pieces of homeownership are are challenging for me, I will say. They just kind of never stop. <laughs> and no one gives you like a book about it. I guess I could probably buy a book about it now that I'm saying that. Well, but I mean, who knows how accurate the book will be, too. It's there's a lot of parts and pieces to to homeownership. I, I, that could very well mm-hmm. be one of those books that you pick up and you're just like, oh, there's... 8,000 chapters to this. This is the car manual. I'm mm-hmm. not going to read all this. Totally. Yeah. But admin day felt really great after a wild week at work. I kicked off a new project this week. Oh, did you really? Mm-hmm. And I had been working on the same thing for a year and a half. So it oh, very, like the pressure was on. Did you at least get the like cathartic moment of launching the old thing or it just... Well, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> the old thing is something that um, has a passionate Reddit fan base. Oh, interesting. So people on Reddit so, talk about it, which is which is satisfying in a good so, way. Or <laughs> they seem they're pleased with the design work. Okay, okay, that's, that's what we're here to talk about. That's positive. We I would say that's job. positive. Yeah, design work, great. And we'll leave it at that. Yes. Okay. It's secret, secret, top secret, secret projects. Mm-hmm. But if you're on a Reddit and mm-hmm. you like a thing, maybe it was the thing that Taryn worked on. Who knows? <laughs> it has to do with video games. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying anything else. That there are any positive thoughts on Reddit about video games <laughs> is kind of remarkable to me. Exactly. So I would say you must have done a, a truly exemplary job with it. <laughs> Go video games design team. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so like I didn't even know instrument had that. I that didn't occur to me. But I guess they do because you told me. So. Just born digital over here, baby. Yeah. I mean <laughs> we do it all. Well, apps. like speaking of that, I wanted to recall back how we met because it occurred to me as I was as I was prepping for this interview. You, I think, were my first Portland Tumblr follower <laughs> in like twenty ten, maybe. You probably had like a kind of like austere and cool theme going on <laughs> back in the days when i knew how to code websites yeah does that that checks out i think i mm-hmm. think it does yeah I was like this person is a designer who knows how to really make stuff well i went i went i went through a period where i thought maybe i was an artist and then i realized no no there's no nope uh-uh <laughs> um i i'm i'm happily back into the 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 loving embrace of design um 
But if I hadn't gone through that route, that weird sidetrack, then I wouldn't have ended up here because I came up here to go to school for that. So oh, really? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, um, you got, did you get your MFA at PSU? I did. You did. Okay. I did. You were I, in that crop of that squad. Yes. So to speak. I was in, I was in the studio practice program. I had a, I had a little studio just upstairs, I believe almost exactly upstairs from where we are now. Someone once had a pool up there and it leaked all through out these offices. Uh, so sometimes we just get fun, fun little gifts down here from the MFAs. Wow. I didn't have a pool. So <laughs> I was probably missing out. Well, it's it's one of those things, too, that feels like it was a thousand years ago. Um, mm-hmm. You know, another life, another life. Well, I could tell you were a designer based on your Tumblr theme. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so. Well, I'd, I'd kind of gotten the sense from your your Tumblr. What I remember was you were like a photographer because you had so many great photos on there that I was like, oh, wow, you've got cool. Look at this cool photo person that I know. Yeah. At that time, I think I maybe thought I was going to like go back to school and get an MFA in photography. But that dream died like as soon as I moved to Portland and realized that the light is terrible here. And I just stopped. <laughs> Because I, you know, I moved here from the South where yes. everything's gorgeous all the time. And I was just like, wait a second. Was it <laughs> North, North Carolina where you were from? Mm-hmm, or? Yeah. I believe you actually brought in some some things that you wanted to share from your design past, from the design that, that came before. And they're, they're college things, if I recall. They are copies of UNC Greensboro's publication, The Karate. The Karate. Mm-hmm, which is... Oh, it's not, <laughs> not C O R A D D I. What a what a tease of a name oh, that is. I know. It's, I'm trying to remember the history. So this was like so it's a big UNC school that was formerly like a women's college. Oh, interesting. And the name comes from three societies, like the Corinian, the Adelian, and something else. Anyway, mm. so it's like a weird hybrid fake word. But um this was Basically, my design education was like working on the art and literary magazine when I was in school. I mean, that was how I, I learned layout for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no better way than you have to ship a thing at a specific time. <laughs> yeah. And we somehow had like money. Yeah. To print stuff back then, too. Was I also had that. Was UNC Greensboro also like kind of not good with having money? I would say so. I mean, I think all of the UNC schools are like pretty decently funded and like maybe it's like a Southern thing. They're just like kind of like very tidy and nice. Yeah. Um, I remember our budget for the year was $40,000, which 40 is, grand, which includes we could print Holy whatever hell. we wanted. We got to pay the editors. And oh, we you could paid. actually pay people for this. And we, yeah, we, and we had like prizes for like our top submissions. Holy hell. <laughs> How did this? How did this happen? Where did this money come from? Fees. Oh, (laughs) how many of these did you have to do a year? Two. Two. Wow. 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 That's a lot of money to be. I I'm guessing these were pretty sizable print runs too. You must have printed a lot of these. Well, I believe we did runs of a thousand, which was a minimum. Oh well, I mean that's all all the more budget you can invest in them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's kind of funny. I feel like the maybe the thing that we dig into today is like design when it is like adjacent to art. Yes. And like I think 
in my youth, I definitely like didn't really understand the difference for like way too long. I I think when you're just starting out, it it is so hard to to make that separation too because mm-hmm. they seem they seem like totally similar things when you're not in them, and then you get up close and you're like, oh no, not at all. It's pretty wild to think back also that they just let us like get quotes to print whatever we wanted. Yeah. You know, we didn't really actually know how to spend any real money or like do anything that cool, except one of these we'll notice is letter pressed. (gasps) I that's pretty dang ambitious. I don't think I've ever actually done anything letter press. You know, it's it's a light press. It's not like, you know, it's a a gentle, soft imprint. It definitely it has it has some nice surface quality. So what what I'm looking at. So this is it's it's sort of green ink. Is this like offset too? just like one color? It might be an offset print plus an emboss. I actually have no idea because I think when I was in school, we would like send out quotes and the print shops would just do whatever they wanted. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't know (laughs) what we were doing. Yeah. We'll we'll just solve this problem for you. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. It's so it's like it's green text on on a white background. And it's sort of a very loose illustration of like a field. And there's a <laughs> giant, just a really large bird's nest. Just like I can't tell if it's just very close to you or if maybe this is a bird's nest that sort of just ate the entire city of Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but, mm-hmm. What's on the back, though? <laughs> um, well, it appears to be kind of I would say halfway between a plane and a sick bird. Um <laughs> And it it I think what really kind of throws me towards bird a little bit is it does appear to be dropping some eggs, some <laughs> some egg bombs down there onto the field. Is that how correct am I in that assessment? That sounds right. Like it's laying or laying eggs, dropping bombs, but also, also there's a flying nest. Laying eggs, dropping bombs. Over like... I don't know, kind of like a farmland, you know, a patchwork of American farmland. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Pastoral I did, Americana. I did draw, this is my own piece. I did, you know, draw this for the cover. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did. It's so. got, I really, I do like the character of the line work. <laughs> so I, in, in my studio, I have a collection of 1970s and 60s Portland State yearbooks. And there's such a, it really reminds me of the kind of quality of the line work in mm-hmm. those. Do you remember like why? I can't remember. Oh, I believe there's also a shadow under the bird's nest. I'm now now noticing, but there's no other indicator of a source oh, yeah. of light. Yeah. Um. Well, you've also got bird's nest on on first page, right? Like this was kind of you know it was kind of nascent. Put a bird on it. It was pre. <laughs> put a bird on it. And I feel like there was kind of you know a moment where the nest and like a deer. And maybe like a fox kind of made oh, their way into design oh, any chance so they got. Oh, so much so, yes. <laughs> just things that were twee. Just aggressively twee. Just, you know, <laughs> kind of kind of a whole mood board full of just things that would fit in a Wes Anderson movie of that era. Mm-hmm. So you're like, what does it mean? I don't know. It's just like a complex thing made by an animal. Well, it's, you know, it's it's kind of, it's pushing against kind of this like, you know, corporate like beat boop futuristic world. We're we're really getting back to nature. Right. It was like, fuck Radiohead. <laughs> I listen to Devendra Banhart now. You have you have good music out there. So that <laughs> that does help. There's mm-hmm. a lot of good music happening in the South. I know that much about the South. <laughs> 
Oh, of course. You know, Future Islands before they were big. Oh, yeah, that's very... right. Hadn't you, like, seen them, when, like, in some show down there or something? They were, like, the the cool band, not from my town, but, like, from my zip code. They oh. were from, like, the swamp of North Carolina, where I'm from. So, yes. <laughs> Which is actually called the Great Dismal Swamp, by the way. Hmm, okay. Well, that's... I'm guessing it must be a little challenging to sell houses in that particular zip code. You know, it's just... It's not really booming. Yeah. But, um... I'm just throwing out, you know, I'm a designer, you know, it's like you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Rebrand possibly for this neighborhood? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe instead of Great Dismal Swamp, Great Swamp. It's great. It's a great swamp. You love it. Yeah. It's good. Also, I said zip code. I meant area code. I mean. Shout out 252. <laughs> so much bigger. <laughs> Yes, exactly. You're not you're not just getting particular mail from an area. It's it's all the phone numbers that people have from 2008 because no one gets new phone numbers anymore. Yeah, it's a great swamp, like we said. <laughs> I'm so I'm I'm flipping through the interior of this. Oh, there's is there like a fold out? <gasps> I believe we've got a fold out happening. What's on the fold out? Uh, boy, what is on the fold? <laughs> Um, hmm. So, okay. It's six frames of an image and you start off with just kind of a, kind of a a place setting with a blanket and maybe there's a person under the blanket. It's hard to tell. And then the next frame, some of the plates have gone, but they're filled with pie that has been partially eaten. And then you, you really get a close up of that good pie, which has a spoon next to it. And Hey, that's not how you eat pie. Bad job. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, and then we're we're getting a close up view of the blanket. Are there fingers coming out of that? Ugh. And then there's just <laughs> I I presume that this is the person who ate the pie because they're they just look very sick and they're laying on the floor. And then I think they got raptured because their shoes are not connected to them anymore. <laughs> um. So this is a this is a rapture pie. This makes you get raptured, I guess. Um. Is the so there's a little card that was in the middle of it too that just says uncle. Mm. Is this what is oh it's a fold out. Oh, all right. I mean that's cool. Yeah. You can keep that if you want it. Sumi ink <laughs> on watercolor. Can I really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got an inserted poster, everybody. Wow. We had the print budget. We went for it. So this is another karate. This is this one's all stripey. And it's got <laughs> It's got, is that like maybe craft paper or something as a photo in the back? A little skin texture. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. very maybe organic. A subtle gradient happening on that one too. Before my time, really, with that. <laughs> you were you were early on the gradient. You've got, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, how would you describe that color? Um, I would I would say that this is just a very, a very, very rich kind of uh is this rubine red? Oh, definitely. Oh. And how about that stock? A little C1S coated one side. Oh, you know it. You you got very playful with material in a way that I was not expecting for this kind of publication. <laughs> this is this is nice. So the other one was also on on like uncoated paper, which is like textured, you know, kind of toothy paper like, you know, mm-hmm. um, but this is like this is shiny. This is glossy. This is like full on like magazine stock practically. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there we go. That's that's the kind of work that I expect from 2008. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, we've got we've got someone who's projected words on top of them and taken a photo of that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we've got a we've got another insert in here. Like a woodcut or something? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Hard to tell. Landscape E? Kind of landscape E. Kind of kind of still life E, but there's a lot of a lot of kind of fire looking action. So like maybe still life of fire. I was just gonna say, I can't believe we made eleven by seventeen posters. What's wrong with us? We should have gone big. <laughs> look, they look teeny. <laughs> the work hmm. hmm. I'm flipping through this one. The work the work quality is perhaps fallen fallen off a little bit um was this an earlier one you know we could try to figure out the dates what it should be in the front somewhere oh it's on it is on spine uh this is spring spring 2010 and this is spring 20 2008 wow so later worse quality noted (laughs) i i think the design still stands up but um the line length is quite long though um (laughs) I think you're you're always when you're in one of these jobs, as I as I well know, you are always having to respond to what gets submitted. And sometimes it's just very weird. And you're like, well, we have to make a book still. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you got a lot more writing than than we ever got. I do. I do just want to call out this one special section. Will you, will you tell <laughs> tell the listeners what it is? This is called the Polaroid. Mm-hmm. Um I I seem to remember from flipping through the beginning that this was this was a tribute to Polaroid in like the year that it it went away in its very short hiatus of existence. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing I'm seeing a lot of photos of dogs on that spread. This is a dead cat. Oh I God, Jesus! <laughs> being moved by that one in particular, kind of like blue tone. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> God. Ugh. Anyway, just reflecting. Okay, that's the end of that. Section. <laughs> we made it through. <laughs> really, really, uh, you you gotta have something kind of kind of off putting in any collection of art photos. Yeah, dead bird, dead cat, looking at a cute girl through a slide. <laughs> like Bell and Sebastian album cover. Exactly, it's terrible. Uh, very, very important stuff. Oh, I didn't realize. So I just flipped to the back and there is like there's a a section that is a letter. This is a section that is titled weird comma old. Um, I guess if you if you want to sort it into a particular part of your your, <laughs> you know, library's uh, card catalog, uh, a letter to the student artist from presumably the 1950s, because the, the section is titled uh, a, a collection of scans from karate's past. Mm hmm. I wonder if karate was karate like, well, this one. So the the next spread is a thing that looks aggressively 60s. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like collage cut out <laughs> portraits of people kind of floating in blank space. And then just a very, a very, very bold square typeface that's very tracked out. Karate. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it describes it as <laughs> just... the magazine of the arts. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like... At ours, we kind of got away with stuff because I think it used to be the money that went to the yearbook Mm -hmm. and then they stopped being able to make a yearbook. So they were like, well, we can't. What are we going to do? We can't reallocate the money to something more meaningful. (laughs) Right. We just have to evaporate that budget. We'll give it to this weird thing that sort of sits in printed (laughs) material that would be yearbook budget. Mm -hmm. Here's something I got to tell you, though, Sean. Okay. Okay. Karate was never cool when it counted. This is a good piece of North Carolina design history. Okay. Um, At some point. Some students from Black Mountain College like submitted work to karate. Oh, no. Because it was, you know, regional arts magazine. Sure. Students from all the schools could have submitted work. 
and whoever the editors were at the time wrote back and they called Black Mountain College a cesspool of commies and queers. Oh! Hmm. <laughs> Which hmm. I remember the editor who was the editor before me found hmm. that and we like were scandalized. We thought our art magazine was so cool, but they were, you know, a little stuffy. <laughs> wow. Hmm. That's... Ugh. That's not a fun. That's not a fun thing to find out about your predecessors. Mm-mm. Not at all. Not <laughs> perhaps not the bastion of cool. They weren't that cool. No, not where it counted. No. How did you? How did you get involved with this? This thing. I guess a good place to start would be how did you even learn that this thing existed? Because if you're only making a thousand copies, I'm guessing it wasn't widely distributed. So this little school I went to. I mean, there were like two creative things going on. It was the karate and the radio station oh sure so and it was just kind of the same squad in both so it was like inevitable that's like student media yeah exactly (laughs) had you like had you like shadowed some like how did you end up as as the designer for this like did you have to like show off a portfolio or was it just like we're excited to to have someone who wants to design this thing Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like i'm trying yeah i'm trying to remember i think it was a little bit like just there was definitely no application or competition whatsoever it was definitely just like who's going to show up and have like some organizational skills that like yeah mean they can like i don't know organize files into a folder and like sort of like have some momentum around designing this thing um knows uh, knows file structure yeah like when i look back i'm like i honestly don't even know how i actually knew what indesign was or like what photoshop was yeah because i definitely didn't like learn that in the class nor i mm-hmm. i think maybe <laughs> when i did mine it was the first time i'd ever opened indesign possibly mm-hmm I knew I couldn't do it in Illustrator. Mm-hmm. It was more, com- way more complex than Illustrator could handle. Oh, well, this this was also old days before multiple artboards and all the fancy stuff that the kids have now. Whoa. I know. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have any of that back no. in my day. I did also, I definitely designed all these without any styling. No paragraph styles whatsoever. I didn't even know <laughs> such a thing. Did you have a grid? Did you have any sort of like structure that you were leaning on or just... <laughs> Maybe some margins, I mean. But probably that's about it. <laughs> so a one, a one column grid we could call that. But you know, maybe it's not so bad looking No, back. honestly, maybe I would... I had a little I'm talent. I'm impressed with these. <laughs> Um, like if you if you gave me <laughs> if you gave me half of thirty seven thousand dollars today and told me make a cool publication with it, I think I would just have a meltdown. <laughs> well, I don't you don't know. Don't give me that much money. Well, the, the ways to save saddle stitch binding, of course, which I the guess the, the yeah, the egg one, the egg one did that. Mm-hmm. But I the mean, rest you are... had to invest for that good uh, that good letterpress somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other two are, are perfect bound. They've got the they've got like nice little, you know, I mean, this is like also the cover is like it's not just like a flimsy magazine cover. It's like a it's a book cover. It's proper book. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the third one that you brought? You the brought the third one I'm realizing was maybe from. Um, it's got more writing in it. I was like, maybe there's less th- th- in here that's Oh, cool. it's a thick, this is a thick daddy. And I think there's a little bit of like a social practice inspired cover, I'll just say, Sean. It's kind of like two hands yeah. holding either ends of a string. Yeah, this is spring, spring 2009. You've got, I mean, just the littlest hint of red <laughs> sweater, the hand. 
lovingly holding a string. And oh, yeah, on the back, you've got you've got another hand. A guy with some hairy forearms, um, <laughs> you know, just holding holding the other end of that spring, string or spring could be a very stretched spring, out spring. The spring string. Just two guy, white guys in American apparel zip up. <laughs> I didn't know this would be such a nostalgia fest, but I guess that's how it happened. I mean, like design is just so, so temporal. I remember being in school and thinking like, oh, I don't ugh, look at all this stuff that everybody else is making. I don't want to make things like that. That's going to look dated in two or three years. And then all the stuff that I made looks incredibly. Dated. Yeah. There's no, it's a trap. You can't avoid it. Yeah. My favorite part about that one is like right inside the cover. There's like, it just says, yes. Yes. It's very positive. I mean, it kind of it kind of gives me that vibe of like Power Pop, I think, was the name of the thing. Mm -hmm. Just like really positive and kind of like. Yeah. Like bright colors. Say, yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) Yes. So many bands we have to talk about. (laughs) There's also like a little it's sort of. I can't tell if this is like a cursor or like a house or it's like half of half of a cursor, half of a house, but it's it's emanating from the yes. Mm-hmm. So the yes is really it's leading you up and making you go. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe like drew, that was like an opportunity to like draw a shape in Illustrator, drop it into InDesign. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> it th- means something. There's a lot of shapes. <laughs> I don't know what the shapes mean. I mean, it's I, I think that's also of the era, just like kind of stripey stripey guys all over the place Mm -hmm. you've got you've got some sort of what's like kind of a kind of a crosswalky looking thing on the cover Mm -hmm. there's some shapes in the grass below below the spring string um but then in in your in your wonderful you know your uh your your sort of title page you've got a, a couple more of those guys just framing the title oh and they continue yeah Oh my God, there's so many things. You got so many submissions. This is not, you were not getting around with this thing. Mm-hmm. We did have a creative writing program. How, so. how long did it take you to lay out one of these? Like, this is so, so much writing. Honestly, I can't remember, but I definitely dropped some Adderalls. <laughs> Pulled some all nighters. <laughs> well, it's 230 pages, this one. So mm-hmm. I I can understand that. <laughs> and no paragraph styles, everybody. God. Oh. We didn't know the tips and tricks. <laughs> you didn't you didn't know that you would be cursing yourself to fight each battle on every single page anew. <laughs> all over again. Looking at this, I don't think you're using a grid in here either. So you really Freestyle. were having to Having to freestyle every little bit of this. That must be so. I mean, I know that it's so hard because I did do that. And it 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 is. I can confirm Yeah, you. You actually have so much writing that you have separate poetry and prose sections. Mm-hmm. Is there any. OK, there is art. So the very back is art. You've got. OK, so yeah. Traditional kind of spooky photo of new people in woods. Yeah, there's some there's some roads. Pretty good roads. I do like these roads. It's a great road. Yeah. It's like there's one arrow that's going straight and one that's, you know, kind of had a little bit of a a fender bender and it's going in a very odd angle, but it's an interesting photo. Definitely some some (laughs) deer in here. There's your Bell Bell and Sebastian album cover right there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, but the other thing too is like for as hard as I'm sure this must have been to lay out, it also still looks good. I like a lot of the choices that you're making, like you're playing around with scale of images and stuff like (laughs) 
you're, you're sectioning things off to, to, you know, cause you know that the audience is not the same for the art as it is for the poetry or prose. Exactly. If you're coming to karate looking for poetry, you're only looking for poetry. Exactly. You may as well just tear the rest of this book out and throw it in the trash. You don't want to look at nude people in the woods. <laughs> Or in bathtubs. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm sure there's more of that in here, too. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be a, a student art compilation without a couple of those. Oh, this is the traditional doll. Yes. Yeah. But this is, like I said, like, this is actually a lovely publication. Like, it's, I don't think I even knew what uncoated paper was <laughs> when I was a student. The idea that I would use it for anything would be just bewildering to me yeah but i'm i'm from las vegas so like <laughs> everything has to be glossy and shiny and weird i think we were also trying to do flocking on the cover of Ooh. ours turns out we did not have enough money in our seemingly infinite budget for that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like you're you're playing around with materials in every one of these and mixing it up that's impressive you know just uh i guess <laughs> the quality is just <laughs> was born that way did you have what was the what was the I mean, because designing the thing is only part of it. What was the process in terms of like getting it getting it out the door? It was pretty easy, if I remember. I mean, um, we'd have to get quotes from, you know, a bunch of people. And then like we were mandated literally to use the cheapest quote every single time. Wow. That's just the way that the school worked. <laughs> like it didn't matter if they wouldn't even like, you know, do it to spec. They would just... You automatically win the job if you're the cheapest. Yeah. Um, and then we would have university catering oh. cater a party oh. where we'd have, you know, like seven layer dip, maybe a little crab dip if we were feeling real wow. fancy. Wow. I remember this actually, is ambitious like, <laughs> university catering. I remember like going with like the form to the university catering office and being like, here's what we want for our party. We want the sheet cake to sheet cake to say like shit on it or something funny. <laughs> like fuck with them a little bit <laughs> what what was their reaction to this do it would first of all would they actually of give course. you a sheet cake that said shit on it they they yes i mean add some variety to i mean yeah <laughs> they didn't care they're not just bringing out cold <laughs> hard uncooked broccoli exactly Ugh. they've got the crab dip that's fancy so you know we'd like post up and want to like we had all these beautiful old buildings on campus and play some john cage <laughs> eat, the, eat the shit sheet cake <laughs> give away art magazines you know really really have a a, a true launch party mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's not really a launch party unless you're you know serving shit cake with you know crab dip and here's magazine also i think we actually might have had one of the cakes say leave britney alone on it really <laughs> was that i guess that must have been that era i always <laughs> think of that as being like two years ago but it wasn't it was a long time ago i'm just old <laughs> yep just flies by yeah Ooh. But I, I can remember like the biggest design fuck up I made yeah, in this well, era. What happened? Um, <laughs> okay, well, my job when I was in college was working for this wedding photographer. She did weddings, portraits, and I was her designer okay. because she had a bunch of she'd do cards every season, and we made 
album, photo albums. And, you know, I'd help her with like layout stuff. And um, part of that work involved a little bit of like photo retouching. Like we would have this kit of Photoshop actions that we would purchase. It was like kind of trendy in this time too. Like you could buy like, you know, kind of filmy looking Photoshop actions. Oh, sure. This was the beginning of the filterification of everything. Yeah. And there were also like these really, really nice light retouching brushes. It was not like professional quality retouching by any means. It was like really like someone looks a little sweaty because it was like 100 degrees at their wedding. Um, (laughs) So we'd smooth it out a little bit. I just bunked the microphone. Um, That's fine. But one time... I ordered like a box, like a beautiful like canvas wrapped box to hold a a bunch of photo prints. And um, somehow like the layer with the retouching separated from the bride and groom's faces. Oh, no. So they like got in the mail their box with their wedding photos with just like their faces floating on a layer like a half an inch away. Oh, God. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what? Now, what was where their faces should have been on the other layer? Well, because that can't have been good. It was just like, like, kind of like stripped color and then like floating. Oh. soft layer <laughs> and like, it's like i don't think they were like mad because it's easy to replace it but i do think it was that so kind of funny like personal print product era where like they had no idea what it was yeah they're just like is there a ghost in the picture yeah like my face is floating and it's like weird and blurry and i'm really confused well you know people get aura photography wrong all the time they think it's just like colors emanating out from you but it's actually your face separates from the rest of you and Mm -hmm. kind of just has a little fun time and that's actually what auras are Mm -hmm. is just kind of loose face Mm -hmm. they call it Mm -hmm. yeah I I have a burgeoning aura photography business, as you can tell. Interesting. Yeah, that's how I know. Yeah. With with Polaroids, of course. Well, of course. I mean. I hope it's lucrative. (laughs) I hope something I do turns out to be lucrative. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the magic of being a designer. What, (laughs) What were some of the things that they had you doing in school? So I went to, so I have, my degree is in design, but I went to a school where all of our teachers were artists. Oh. I think we, they thought of design kind of as just like art with computers. Sure. So like I had a class, (laughs) I had one class called graphic design (laughs) and Hmm. I had another class called typography where we made like experimental fonts. Oh boy. Yeah. We had to do, (laughs) we had to make websites inspired by the Garden of Forking Paths. What? And I did make a 3D website that had the text in red text and blue text subtly offset brought to life with 3D glasses. It's killing me now that that could be on this hard drive and I I don't get to see it. I doubt it's on the hard drive, but... I definitely probably, probably some weird school space that they give you that mm-hmm. got a tilde. And... Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, the 3D website. Wow. I Had remember... they given you any idea of how to make a website, or was it just here's that was in like the code goal. class? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Code class. We uh, we had a class where we learned um, Illustrator, and I remember making a piece very inspired by Julie Meritu. Do you know her work? No, I don't. She's very cool. Makes these kind of like landscapey things with like almost like confetti flying everywhere you i bet you'd know it if you looked it up oh probably um meritu is m-e-h-r-e-t-u maybe um i definitely would not have guessed that 
Oh, yeah. I I mean, this looks kind of familiar. I remember, like, maxing out Illustrator on the, like, computer <laughs> lab. Mac, like, trying to, like, draw a bunch of shapes and, like, it taking, like, an hour to save. Yeah, this this work is so wild. It's like a whirlwind of, of like, sketchy lines and, and like pastel colored shapes mm-hmm. it's really it's very beautiful mm-hmm. thank you for you know very graphic letting me know about this yeah very graphic inspiring for a young person who didn't understand that design and art were different and i liked one of them more than the other <laughs> i mean i think i think your education maybe maybe let you down in that you didn't have any design teachers teaching you design <laughs> no there was there was one guy who like had been a designer and then like was an artist and did like weird text-based stuff oh interesting but but he he still didn't teach like traditional design classes by any means did you so you had a coding class though you so they were they were at least advanced enough that they were doing that they were acknowledging the internet yeah totally that's that's, fancy it was like enough where somehow i also learned about index exhibit oh yeah that was right index exhibit yeah is it one word? i think it's index exhibit because we had the guy i forget his name daniel edock yeah we had daniel edock here for a lecture seven or eight hundred years ago heck yeah um and he i think that was how he said it that was probably also like a tumblr thing i was kind of like starting to understand a little bit of like diy design internet world you know so I remember, like, I knew enough that I could set up an index a bit for myself around that time too. I mean, that was properly fancy. Maybe we could describe some of that UI for the for the audience. Yes. Do you actually? I wonder if is that on archive.org or? Oh, it's got to be. Okay, let's look it up. What oh, was your What was your URL back? Always Okay. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. <laughs> I'm realizing right now I've never once looked up my own website on archive.org. I have really? No idea what you're going to find, but please go back to the very beginning. Wayback machine, taking a trip in the wayback machine. We're going back, back in time. That's the theme song for when we look things up on the wayback machine in this podcast. I think um, I'm definitely going to repeat that and and use it again for sure. Way back in time. Yours is much better already. You <laughs> uh, do. So okay, interesting. So. Here's here's what the history yeah, let's see. of TerryCoward.com. It goes back to 2009. I'm surprised it's not earlier. Yeah. Do what is what is your you're you're leading this tour through through the archival past. When when do you want me to go? I want you to. Well, I'm curious what will show up. I what's anywhere you want to go. Earliest. I mean, nothing let's, too embarrassing. Um. Oh, you pulled up the picture. Okay, it's a um. Yeah, what is this picture? It's an open. It's a burrito <laughs> with a heavy amount of sour cream, but it's before it's been wrapped. Yeah, I mean, it's. I would if if I were going by amount of uh stuff in a a jar of Miracle Whip. That that's about half a jar of Miracle Whip that's inside that burrito. But I needed to document that with my Hasselblad. You know, <laughs> it was really. Oh, important. you had. You had Hasselblad? You had a fancy... Oh, of course. Oh, my gosh. I'm very jealous, actually. Actually, the I'm best... now jealous. <laughs> the best part of the Hasselblad is I bought it from this man named Ken Toda, who ran the, like, used camera store in my town. And when you needed to get stuff repaired, you would take it to the Japanese steakhouse that his brother ran and drop <laughs> it off. And Ken and his brother, whose name I can't remember, would, you know, figure out 
how to fix the camera and then you'd go pick it back up at the steakhouse wow they had better hours than the little teeny camera shop well and i bet you get you get delicious takeout each time too <laughs> i was a vegan at the time so i did oh not. <laughs> well yeah pro- probably north carolina steakhouse is not going to have a lot of vegan options no uh <laughs> That's the only page we get on this website. What a no. tease. Must have been the homepage. I uh, loved that burrito pick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good way of introducing yourself. You know, if you if you hand somebody a business card, they're just going to go, oh, yeah, it's Sean Schumacher or whatever. But if you hand someone a card that has that picture of a burrito on it, they're going to go, oh, <laughs> huh. I'm going to hang on to that. Why so much sour cream? Why? That seems like a lot. I think we've we've entered now past i've i've fast forwarded us to 2012 and there is no longer there's no longer discrete sections of website um ah what's that that's not what i want um and i think all these links will be dead this goes to your tumblr which is still up is it really you, i think so do you still do you still tumble at all i don't oh, do you i do not i haven't logged in forever but i'm pretty sure it's still up yes yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it looks the same, <laughs> too, except it's filled with 10 million Yahoo trackers now. So, Taryn, where can people where can people find you if they want to learn more about your work and the kind of things that you 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 do out in the world uh, as a professional? Well, Sean, I did just update my portfolio site. <laughs> you what? And what? I don't know. I have I just have my first name and last name on every social media network. Very easy. Yep. Taryn Cowart. Taryn Cowart was was what I looked up. I did my research. <laughs> I have Keep I have it simple. I have the blue card of being host of show. You're doing great. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe not a great sign that that needed to be said, but you know, it's <laughs> It's a living. It's not. It's this is costing me actively a lot of money. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. Follow follow Taryn. Check out work from from Taryn. Um, You know, you do cool stuff. Try. Yeah. You also teach here, which is which is also good. I know. I love Portland State. Well, I love Portland State, too. Yeah. Yeah. You teach you teach thesis. Thesis one. We're getting into primary research right now. It's amazing. Yeah. They do. They do very ambitious things here. Mm-hmm. Our, our folks. Mm-hmm. They they would be they would be very happy in a graduate program with some of their their ideas. Oh hell you yeah! Could, you could spend a good two or three years exploring one of these. Yeah, for sure. They're ambitious. Yeah, we love them. We do. They're very good. One of them wrote a nice message for me on my chalkboard out there, and I don't know who did it. But if you're listening to this, thank you. Thank you for your wonderful kind message. Wonderful kind words. Um, I will give you one of my SpongeBob SquarePants official Krabby Patties. I've been staring at them this whole yeah, time. Yeah, I, I was. I could see you looking at the back of my computer sometimes, and I, I, I realized that that was what that was. This used to be what I propped my computer on. I see. They're gummy. They're gummy Krabby Patties. But now that you have picked that up, I can tell it's completely empty. No, it's not. There, there's here. Krabby Patties in there. There are. Look at this. Oh, Look at this amazing. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so much more ornate than I had imagined. The burger. So these are gummy, gummy Krabby Patties. So they have gummy buns, gummy, gummy uh, lettuce, I guess. Uh, And then a gummy patty that is um, pink to the degree that I would say probably um, if there's a stage before rare, Mm -hmm. I would say that's where that patty is. 
Um, but they're pretty good. I enjoy them. I mean, it's you like it's an underwater treat. So, of course, it's a bit, you know, <laughs> kind of gorged with seawater. Yeah. It's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to eat gummies on the? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, who knows what this show is? Um, uh, oh, they're see, so cute. I hadn't really appreciated the, the degree of craft that went into these things. They've they're got so cute. They've got like little sesame seeds on the top. And they smell so good. Yeah, there's oh, there's just a whole day's worth of sugar in one of these, I'm sure. Where did you get these? That's a great question. You <laughs> can hear you. Just gonna chew on my people love this. <laughs> I don't know, actually. I think maybe I got them at Cost Plus. Cost Plus World Market. Yeah. It's where the world they, they goes have, to market. They have food there? Uh questionable food. <laughs> I would say I wouldn't necessarily count on their food being, say, pre-expiration date, mm-hmm. just based on my experiences with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you want, say, weird ginger cookies from the UK that you can't find anywhere, they probably have them. Mm. And they do because I've bought them there. And if you want extremely – they're they're a lot – I will say they're a lot um, less gummy than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, I had one of these a long time ago and – I, I think they've lost some of their um, elasticity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, turns out probably heat is is maybe bad for them. They've just gotten hot, cooled off, got hot again, cooled off. Yeah. Just using 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 the weird whims of the temperature system in this building <laughs> to to really kind of uh, kind of turn them into a a thing beyond beyond our current understanding of food. <laughs> What a weird, what a weird thing. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for being on this very goofy show, Taryn. Um, You're welcome, Sean. It's been, it's been really good to have you here. Thank you for listening to Did I Do That? Which is definitely the name that I told the guest that we're talking to. And I haven't changed it at all since maybe this record happened. Um, if you enjoyed this show, please tell a friend because like, you know, Word of mouth is is kind of the best way that uh, people can learn about podcasts, um, both both IRL and in the uh, digi digi space, um, the place where your Digimon live. Um, evolve those Digimon because they need to battle other ones. I guess they're not just Pokemon knockoffs; they're a different thing. I think they predate Pokemon. I remember reading somewhere. Please don't tell me about Digimon later on because I won't remember that I said any of this. Um, but yes, if you if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell a friend, but also give us a give us a good review on whatever platform you're using. Five five stars would be preferred if you're using the Apple podcast platform. I don't know how the systems work on other ones. It seems like there's a lot of them now. Spotify has something, but I don't have Spotify because I don't understand how it works. It's very green. It's much too green for my liking. Also, like uh, you can you can learn more about the show uh, from our various social media things. The the links are in our our show notes uh, attached to this episode. But you can also go to did I do that dot design um, and and learn more about the show from there. Um, so that's it for that's it for me. I'm Sean Schumacher. This is did I do that and. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We, we loved it, is what you'll write in the review, please. Thank you. 
God. Just, just complete pandering. Okay, bye. King. <laughs> Are you doing the um the Paul from that movie? <laughs> Habsburg? Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I like it. Okay.